Hello and welcome to another episode of Drivel. The automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. We are your hosts, I'm Mo. And I'm O. How is O today? It's alright, it's a better time for recording, not that stupid 8 o'clock in the morning like last time. 9, so nine o'clock better. in the morning. No, I explained to you before, we may have started at 9 but I still had to wait, I couldn't wake up. I, I don't have like the DeLorean Back to the Future car yet where I can just get in, hit 88 and I'll be there. I had to wake up earlier, get ready and then come in here so it means I had to get up earlier than I 9. wish you could have fucking hit 88 because then you might have been on time. I was on time. You would okay. Anyway, it's not eight o'clock in the you morning or nine o'clock in the morning. This is a normal time for us to record. This it's is. early evening. So how are you today? So I'm all right today. Actually, a bit more refreshed. Yeah, fresher than last. You had you had a nap. You got so your beauty right. sleep. Yeah. No, I don't really get that with two kids. But well, that's your own fault, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, or the wife's. <laughs> or the wife, depending on who's to blame. Um, but yeah, other than that, all good, mate. All good. Good. All good. It's good, 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 good to hear. Ask, ask me about the Rangey. Ask me about the Rangey. <laughs> ask me about the Rangey. You seem very, you seem very excited. Ask me about the Rangey. About well, we'll, we'll get to it. Oh, it's oh, it's okay. obviously a recurring feature of the show. And actually, do you know what? You say that. Uh, a few listeners I've spoken to, and uh, um, I met up with a, a friend of mine recently. I haven't uh, I haven't spoken to him properly for a while, and he's a, he's a fan of the show. Mm. Um, and he did say, I genuinely look forward to the Range Rover updates <laughs> every single episode. <laughs> so there is at least one person out there person in the land of our listener community who likes the story about Range Rover. Oh so dude. we will get to it okay. for the sake of our what, listeners. I've got a question, actually. What the hell was that? What, what did you post on Instagram? What do I post on Instagram? No, no. What did you post today? Was it generally a case of, oh, no, you know what? I haven't posted anything for a few hours. So let me just post something and then just put a fucking totally pointless post up it was not pointless what was it what okay what were you trying to show in that post that i'm doing 70 miles an hour no my mileage what? had hit 66,666 oh you one of those pricks oh my god and i was actually oh doing 69 miles per god. hour in fact oh you want to like you see you get you get them on the facebook groups it's a picture i've just hit 100,000 i've just hit 55 i've just hit 99 what the f what it's a fucking, it's a car. You get mileage. Why are you posting pictures of how much mileage your car's done? What? You know, you know, using your eyes to look at my post is entirely optional for you. When well, no, when's my post listen, feed, you I do no, no, this is like the same shit that people say. Oh, if you, if you, if you don't want to read it, don't read it. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. I'm sorry. True, but it pop, no, no, listen, you idiot. It comes <laughs> up on my newsfeed, okay? So idiot. I don't have a choice. But then until I see it on, on, on the newsfeed on Instagram or Facebook or whatever platform you're on, right? Don't so follow all me. these dickheads that say, oh yeah, well, if you don't like it, don't read it. If you don't like it, why are you seeing it? Don't have a choice. Yeah, it comes up on my newsfeed, okay? Second of all, if it's something that you have to watch or read, how am I going to know if it was shit, stupid, pointless until I read it or watch it? Here's a tip for you. This is you. I know you very well. I can guarantee you that 99% of the content that appears on whatever feed you're looking at, you're going to think is pointless, utter bullshit and garbage. Yeah, but I still because need to see it you. to know if I am. Because it's you. This is but you. It, you're a superior you're, being to Okay, okay, else, fine, fine, fine. Explain to me how your post of, I'm just hit 6666666 is not pointless. What, what, or, or explain what point were you trying... What were you... What, just what was the point in that post? It was an I, it, it was a notable mileage. Is there all the sixes? What do you mean a notable? Why is a notable? What is a notable mileage? Why is it okay? Why is it a notable mileage? Because all the numbers were the same, and it's never going to happen ever again in the history of my car. Well, today's never going to happen again. Five minutes ago is never going to happen and again. And that's why so people what? take pictures of sunsets and you don't fucking like that either. That's fucking pointless. Let no, them a have sunset. their sunsets. Sunset. <laughs> Let them have their sunsets and let me have a my mileage. A sunset will happen again. Oh, I'm never going to get this sunset. mileage again. Really? No, really. 
I think you were having withdrawal symptoms. I don't think you'd been on Instagram for a while and you well, thought, you, you know what, I need to fucking put it on there. You asked me the question. You said, is, is this pointless post because you haven't posted in a while? And yeah. what did I say to you? Yes, it exactly. was, yeah. Simple. simple so it was, a po- so it, is, it was a pointless post. You were just being an Instagram whore. If, you, if that makes you feel better. No, 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 no. But you were just being an Instagram whore, weren't you? My car has reached... Six, your car reached every number between that, between zero and 666. Why didn't you post pictures of that? Oh, I've just done my first mile in my car. Because I don't think I would have been able to deal with this, basically. Oh, I'd save it Oh, for I, my car's just reached double digits. I've just hit triple digits. Right. I've done 100 miles in my car. So, so Tom, Tom who, and for those of you who, who aren't up to speed... Tom is the latest addition to our drivel team. He takes care of our social media. Tom, can you do me a favor? Can you just block O from all of my posts in future? Because this, well, this is, is on your personal account. And and also I have another request to make. Can you just move slightly further back from the microphone oh, yeah, because yeah. you're you're screaming? Well, into that, that's it. because your stupidity got the better of me. So and we can hear your anger coming out because it, it was like, genuine anger. Sorry, it, but that's because the stupidness of your post is just. Are you over that? It's got me. No, I'm not over it. I still, I still, I still want to know why. <laughs> what was the point of it? You're still you know, angry. I, I You're still triggering it. some kind you know, of maybe, PTSD. Maybe I don't understand the internet and 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 crap like that. You know what I mean? So maybe that's what I was just asking. Maybe you could explain to me, like, hang on, is this like a breakthrough in a therapy session? Did you just say that potentially it's not everybody else's at fault? It might be you because you don't understand the no, internet. No, you just be, said yeah, that. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? It could be. I don't understand the pointlessness Fuck. of Instagram. It could just be that's what it's there for to put up pointless crap. Okay, and I, if that's the case, then all right, fine. Okay, I know this won't mean anything to the listeners because they'll be listening to it whenever it's convenient for them. But 30th of November, 2021, at 5.33pm approximately, O made a breakthrough. He has just said that he potentially, potentially, he might be at fault or might be... No, 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 no. I didn't this say I was at fault. Wait, wait, wait. Stop putting words, words in my mouth and twisting out the words. Like, it's good to know you made a note of that, but I didn't remember my freaking birthday. <laughs> but what I said was, maybe I don't understand the pointlessness of Instagram. So if that's what it's there for, for people like you to I'm, make pointless posts, like my car's just done I'm this so much proud. mileage, I'm so that's proud. what it could be for. I'm so, this is a breakthrough. I'm that's, so that's proud. not a breakthrough. It is. You just no. said the words... I don't understand Instagram. I said maybe. See, this is when like you are one of them shitty journalists that take things out of context. Okay, this is maybe I don't understand the pointlessness of Instagram. I don't understand the pointlessness of Instagram. Yeah, so maybe it is you a, said it's a pointless words. thing, and that's what the kind of shit you post on there. There you go. See, excellent. But I did not admit anything. No. If, if, however, you do want to see po- posts that aren't pointless and shitty, you should go and find our Instagram page, not mine, because clearly it's just meaningless and driveway gosh. autos. And it's not driveway autos, which is clearly a superior account that very rarely posts things, if I'm entirely honest. Maybe because I don't, pu- point, because I don't point pointless shit. Maybe you should. Maybe that's the secret to you getting more interaction. No, I don't need more interaction. I just point stuff. <laughs> yeah. that, I, I post stuff that's useful for people. Are you happy, I don't are put, you happy put, with put, the interaction? Yeah. Level I'll, I'll, take, I'll go home tonight and I'll just take a picture of my new socket set and I'll post that for you. D- yeah, I think so. Okay. And you should put a hashtag on there that lets everybody know it's a pointless post. Pointless. Okay. You know but the point I was going to make, po- going from I need pointless, to do that onto yours. I'm gonna, that's the new yeah, tag on the tag. Go, going from pointless post. to having a, po- a point. If you do want to see an Instagram account that does have a point, you should go and check out the Drivel Podcast page at Drivel Podcast oh, yeah, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. And we'll plug that again at the end of the show and maybe throughout the show. We'll see how the show goes. Yeah. So I know you're itching to talk about it. I know you talk want about to- what. What. The, the, the Sorry, most, my laptop wasn't on silent. Though. That's okay. The users, the, the users, the listeners are used to <laughs> the, the listeners are used to interruptions from you. They're used to your laptop 
pinging or your phone vibrating or your well, Google really Assist interrupting oh, yeah, yeah, and being, yeah. being a part of the show as well, <laughs> which happened a couple of episodes ago. Need a drink, actually. Should have got a drink before this. We're not pausing for you to get a drink. Well, we're not. You're going to have to find a way to persevere through. <sighs> All right. Drink or a coffee? Are we keeping you awake? No, no, I had a coffee earlier. I had my, my PA make me a coffee. Your PA made you yeah, a coffee? Yeah. Wow, that sounds like the worst job in the history of the world. She's chilling. All she has to do is make me a coffee. That's it. I do the rest of the shit myself. Mm. she got it easy, mate. Mm. Doesn't she know it as well? She you does remind know. her of that all the fucking time. She knows you? she's got it easy, mate. That's why she doesn't complain. Speaking of complaining, yep. how is Range Rover ownership? Range Rover is sweet, mate. Is it? Absolutely sweet. Running tickety-boo. Tickety-boo? Do you have so, keys that are not broken? I, I have keys. Okay, I'll get... So oh, so, so, so Land Rover got their act together? They got their act together. Well, I, I had to keep phoning them, but they got their act together. So they answered the phone? Yeah, yeah, so they answered the phone. I was like, listen, um, someone called me two weeks ago. Their caller ID failed them that time. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we thought it was someone else. Shit, it was him. I called him up. I said, listen... I've been waiting for my keys to be done for about two and a half months now. And I've been waiting for my spoiler. The guy said it's here, but they're painting it. And this was two weeks ago. So um, I don't know. What are you getting it painted abroad or what are you using to paint it with? Because I can't think of anything that's going to take two weeks. And I mean, you're Land Rover. So I'm sure your body shop is fairly well equipped and be able to spray a spoiler, which is essentially just one panel, the width of the car. And maybe about, I don't know, how many inches is that? I don't know, about six inches wide. So I'm Mm. sure you could... But I don't quite understand what's going on. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Kiani. We'll do this, we'll do that. And um, then she, um, yeah, yeah, booked in and that. So they done it. got the spoiler done. Okay. Spoilers all sorted in that. Got key fobs now that aren't like falling apart every time we do it. <laughs> That's helpful. And then they do, they give me a courtesy like um, health check on the vehicle and stuff. Oh, okay. So, so, so everything's tickety-boo, yeah? Well, no, no. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. There's a, there's a few <laughs> things, but that's, that's not, that's not what, so they gave me a list of a few things that, that, and I knew there was a few things. The parking brake still isn't, I haven't, I haven't sorted that out yet. I need to spend a day getting, getting that sorted. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, I told them beforehand, look, the parking brake doesn't work. So you, you already knew that was coming. That's yeah, you already knew that. But still, they give, they give but me. But what other gems did they uncover? Well, it's there? not so much the gems they uncovered. It's more the, um, it's more what they charge for the gems that they uncover. Oh, yes. Okay. This is an interesting one. Is a right. Land Rover quotes for repair This bills. is a Land... Uh, yeah, yeah. Fitted price or repaired price. Yeah, so it includes the parts and everything to get it all done and stuff. So electronic parking brake not working. Yeah, I know that. And attempted to handbrake. Fitted price. What yeah. are they fitting? Well, requires diagnostics. Okay. First of all, it requires diagnostics. So the price for diagnostics, £204. I'm to plug a computer in mm-hmm. and it takes no more than like, if you're scanning the entire vehicle it will take no more than 10 minutes if that if that I'm, I'm just being generous I'm just being generous mm. 204 pounds to plug in a computer now obviously no, you get, but, but hang on to tell them what they already know because they've already identified that your parking brake is faulty there's only one thing that there's only one thing with that parking brake that is that will fail the parking module itself. There's nothing else. It's the parking module. Great. So that's so, you know you don't really need to. So, like, so two hundred was it two hundred and four? Two hundred and four pounds. Does that Do include you, VAT? Oh shit! I don't know. Uh, I I doubt it. I doubt I doubt it will. So let's give them the benefit but, of the doubt. Two hundred and four pound including VAT. Let's say two or or a thirty second Google search. First, well, here's the thing. Yeah, obviously garages don't work. But in, in infinite times, as in minutes, yeah? They'll work for, half an I hour think, hour. half an hour minimum. Minimum. 
They're charging £204 for half an hour's work. Half an hour? Oh my God, the labour rates are... Well let's, well, let's say... Come on, man. You can't charge me... You can't charge an hour for diagnostics. You definitely can't. It tells you on the screen what's wrong, yeah? There's even nothing if, more you can do. Right, even if it was an hour, £200 an hour is an extortionate labour rate. I guarantee that mechanics on minimum wage... Or maybe a little bit Oh yeah, bit it probably will be. He ain't going to be earning £200. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no. she ain't be earning £200 an hour. £200. I'm going to say, look, it doesn't sorry, take Sorry, I said mechanic. Hour. Technician. Technician, sorry. sorry technician, technician, yes. technicians, yeah. So £204. Listen. Amazing. Uh, so you said yes to the that. The most expensive garage I've been to for diagnostics is £59. And even that's still steep. You know what I mean? Given it's 10 minutes work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. given it's 10 minutes work. It's 59 To, to plug a computer. I think that's cheeky when garages charge you. To, obviously, they've got to charge. Like, like our boys are reading low cost, yeah? £25. Yeah. £25 for your diagnostics. Yeah, that's just to tell you what, what's up with that. That's fine. That's reasonable. That's still someone's time. That's someone's equipment you're using. Yeah, because so, yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So £25 is... This guy, even at £59, I was balking when the yeah. guy was saying that. I was like, but okay, fine. You, got to, you know what I mean? That's what you need to do. You need to do. These guys... Next on the list. Okay. So front wiper blade smearing and not clearing efficiently requires both front wiper blades. That's a really long-winded way to say yeah, wiper blades. Yeah, these wiper blades. Yeah. So I don't know. So so let's say they're expensive blades. Twenty pound a blade, forty quid, and seven minutes to fit them, maximum if it's tricky. Fifty yeah, quid. Well, actually, seventy-six pound thirty. For you both. Know, for, you both. Know, for both. Well, 70 not, are you listen I, actually, no, hang on hang on I was going to say that's not bad that is bad because when I said £20 aside that was paying over the odds at Halfords well actually that, that's, yeah. that's if they're really I don't know if they're really long blades or what you could and you should by the way go online go to Amazon and buy your blades on Amazon you're looking at well, you can go to a blade you, how much £8 roughly yeah, well blade. you can go to wiper blades wiper blades pro.co.uk and get a pair for £16 yeah £8 a blade yeah so yeah, £8 a blade. And you yeah. could watch a YouTube video and fit them. If you, if you can't fit a wiper blade, right, you've you got, you got issues. Yeah, you're going to need help you fueling issues. the car as well. You're going to need help with okay. a lot of things. So, so £76 so, for a £20 job. £76 for a same um, rare pipe, rare wiper blade. Uh, fucking hell, rare wiper blade. What was the description they gave for that? Sorry, rare, rare. <laughs> I just wanted you to say rear wiper blade again. <laughs> <laughs> rare wiper blade split requires new blade. Uh, okay, fairly efficient description, but sure. Now the rear wiper blade is smaller than the front. I know yeah. this because yeah. this is true. Yeah. Rear wiper it's blades genuine. are yeah, yeah. should be cheaper. Yeah, I don't know. So if you're pair for the front. Should have been £16, your rear one, uh, £12 from wiperblades.co.uk or whatever website you said. Mm-hmm. We're not plugging any wiper blades. We're not, we're not, we're not. Whatever yeah. wiper blades website. Well, I'll use a Halford price is £12 for a rear wiper blade. Oh, cool. My estimate was bang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. £12. Twelve, £12. Yep, yep. yep. So um, Range Rover, 20 quid. Land Rover, sorry. Um, oh, well, you say that. They want 61 quid. £61. And I guarantee you they're getting the Bosch blade what? or whatever blade. Well, it's the same blade. Yeah, no, then, no, whichever mate. They don't, they don't make their own blades. You know what I mean? They'll they be using it. And they'll get it for cheaper than 12 quid, obviously. They'll probably pay about a fiver a blade. Yeah. Trade prices and they've probably got a shitload of and, them. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so they're so, six, £61. £61? Yep. What else is provided? Did they massage you afterwards? Oh, pff, I don't know. Maybe you sat there in the car and you're getting a shiatsu and a rub down while they're doing this work. I mean, that's good value for money if you're going to get a rub down. Well, actually, yeah. Depends if you get. Mind a happy, you, depends. You get, do you get a happy ending? 
It depends who as well, though. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Mm. So... Don't know. To be confirmed... Be, as to if you get a rub down for the technician, and not to be sexist, but facts are facts. Most most at the moment, majority are blokes. So you really and wouldn't yeah, want to do that. Well, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. Float, it doesn't float our boat. Exactly. Floats, it might float your boat, but... Um, if that's the case, I wouldn't be sending the missus to get the wipers done. Next. So, so that doesn't seem like good value for money. No. So both front door inner rubber seals are deteriorating and are ripped. Require replacing. Okay. Rubber door seals. No, I'm not really quite sure. Well, I suppose the rubber door seals would spot, stop water coming in more than anything else, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yes, so. Have you noticed any yeah. water ingress? No, I haven't noticed any water, but they, they, they are they are torn. Like on the driver's side, especially they are torn. Okay. Fitted price: four hundred and sixty quid. Four hundred and sixty pounds. So I don't know how much the part price is on this. I'll have a look on OEM later. But four hundred and sixty quid. And these effectively just clip into like a a, a, a channel. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the listeners can't see me right now, but my jaw's like just dropped yeah. at four hundred pound for some rubber to go around the door. To trim. go around the door. Trim, yeah, four hundred. Both of them, but the the even even at a extortionate uplift on parts prices, it's a hundred pounds. At the most. That, that's what I mean, extortionate uplift yeah. for £100. £400. £460. Four. <laughs> £460. I think you'd bolt at four, £460. Fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's an appropriate response, isn't it? Fucking, Fucking hell. Fucking hell, yeah. Parking sensor's not working. Fault present requires diagnostics. Well, we already know diagnostics £204, yeah. This is the best one. No, 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 no. Let's go back. So, mm. so they're going to plug the computer in, which yeah. is going to tell them all the faults in that one hit. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to read the faults for the parking brake and mm-hmm. ignore everything else. Yeah. Then they're going to say, we we'll charge you another £204, plug it in again, <laughs> read all the faults again, and they go, oh, now the parking sensors are at fault. Could you save me £200, please? And just <laughs> just read, do all at once. Could you do all at once? Yeah. If that's okay with you. Fucking ridiculous. No, I can imagine them saying, look, we, we can only investigate the parking fault. We can only investigate one fault at a time. Even though it gives you everything. Yeah. yeah. They're technicians, not master technicians. This is the best one, yeah? Oh, so that's hang on. So, so the, so the £1,000 so far for literally some checking uh, uh, and some rubber. Yep. That's literally what you're that's getting. All you're, that's all bits getting. of rubber. Yeah, bits of rubber. And checking. And checking, £1,000. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. That's a really, really expensive like, hooker. Oh, we haven't finished. There's one more. Listen to this. Rear bumper, upper trim panel, stroke plate, below tailgate. Very is missing area. is missing and requires replacing. Right, so on the sport, on the rear, the bumper, just where the what they mean under the tailgate is where it, just basically on the on, top, on of the, the top of the bumper, there's like a rubber plastic um, so pad insert. Stop, stops you scratching stuff when you put. Stop you in. scratching some, yeah. And it's it's whatever the length of a bumper is, whatever the width of the bumper is. Yeah? Just a piece of rubber. Just a piece of rubber, and it's got like tabs in there, so you all, yeah, you just clip it in one okay. way, pull it and clip it in the other way, you know. That's it. I can't. It's as simple as that. Yeah. As simple as that. So what? The part is probably. I mean, overpriced Land Rover part, eighty pound maybe for because it's yeah, yeah, you're not far off. Yeah, right? yeah. and then you just make literally two minutes. Literally yeah. two. It's, minutes. it's a it's a part. I'd imagine that you go to the parts department. You buy just like you buy winter mats. On the shelf. Yeah, yeah, and then you just put them in. Just put them in. Yeah. Fitted price. Oh, I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I've prepared myself. It's okay. I've taken a few deep breaths. Go. <laughs> two 
256 pounds. What the fuck for? 200 and and the, it's just you're just clipping some trim in to holes that are already it's there. You just that's it. 256 pounds for less than a minute's work. Less than a minute's work. And you know what? You know what worries me out of all this now. People will pay that. Yeah, idiots will pay that. Yeah, people they, they will pay that. But what I'm concerned about is how incompetent are their technicians that it takes them this long to do half this stuff? How incompetent are they that it char- it takes them to they're gonna have an hour? It takes an hour to fit a trim panel. What? Uh, t- Tom, Tom, you're gonna you're gonna, th- th- <laughs> this is your job for next week. Oh, is he started a, getting close to the a single a, sing- a, a, a post a week or a day <laughs> asking Land Rover to explain why it takes two hundred and fifty six. 200 pounds, let's say 200 pounds worth of labor to fit something that takes 30 seconds. And I mean 30 seconds. Okay. And I want to know why it costs 204 pounds to plug plug something into something and press a button. Oh, I think you might have to press one, two. You might have to make, you might have to press it five times. I like how long it took you to count to five in your head. No, no, because I was that, working... Is that how... That, maybe that's how fast the technicians work and that's No, no, but I was working out how many steps they take to, to get it to say, press yes, to say, right, scan. So how many times they have to might press something? Why that costs £200? And why they have to do it yeah. twice? I want to know why it costs... <laughs> let's say if the wiper blades are 20 quid, why does it cost 50 quid to fit wiper blades, which take two minutes? Two minutes. The rear one again, two minutes. I want to know why does it cost... 460 quid to replace some rubber seals. So what's your total bill? 1,200 pounds? So the total pounds? bill they came up with on this was, for all this, was 1,450. 1,450 pounds for some... Literally all they've quoted you for is pieces of rubber. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just pieces of rubber everywhere. That's it. yeah. Maybe they shouldn't fit such, fit such perishable rubber in the first place. Well, they shouldn't. But then I, they wouldn't I, have to charge genuinely... you 1,500 pounds to... Fit it back. I am genuinely concerned about the capability of their technicians. And I think we need to go on to, it's our duty to go on to Instagram and ask them about the competency of their technicians if it takes this long to do these jobs. If that's how long it takes them to put put rubber onto things, yeah, yeah, then the poor partners of those technicians, they must be sat around in bed waiting (laughs) for fucking hours. Ages for them to finally get yeah. probably falling asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've well, done it, love. Later, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. To do four wiper blades. Four four hours of labor. Yeah, yeah. You know how yeah, I yeah. operate four hours of labor, yeah. so that'll be seven hundred pounds, yeah. please. But we are now ready to go. Yeah. I've fitted some rubber. We're ready to go. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I like I say. You know what? Let's forget before we even get to the pricing, Tom. Let's please just find out. Just, just ask them. Look, we're doing. You how know, long does it take them to get ready for a night action? <laughs> what is this? Why does it take so long to do that? I, I, I just, it's crazy. It's crazy. That is crazy. But the reason why I said the range is tip top now, yeah. So for a while, I think you might have noticed. To be fair, oh good. If because I, I, well. I know sometimes what they're, 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 they're finickety and they will find fault with everything. If that is the full extent of lists, if that's the full extent yeah. of the faults that they found and they were able to list for you, it's actually in pretty good nick. Oh, no, it's, it's in very... Oh, sorry. They, they, they had suspension while driving, suspect lower arms. The lower arms are changing. This anyway. I know that, but I knew that anyway. Didn't you, haven't you got, got a set of lower arms in the Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got a set. Yeah, I just haven't, yeah, just haven't, haven't, haven't got around to do them. I need to do that. But no, no, no. It's in, I mean, it, it's got full Land Rover service history, the one I've got. 
she's she's tip top. So, in a, in a, so someone a, spent about hundred thousand pounds in labour having it serviced previously. Yeah, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got a full Land Rover service history, so it's in very it's in very good condition. I do want to get the underside rust treated and stuff like that. But other than that, it's, you know, she's in like body work, body work and stuff like that. Is you know no dings, dents, scratches. Mm. It's, it's been well looked after. But so since I've had it, it, I don't know if I told you, often goes into this power restriction mode. Okay. So it's been doing this like randomly, intermittently. There'd be no like set thing. You know, sometimes, oh, if you're going up a hill or if the second stage turbo kicks in or if it's cold or something like that. No, it just does it randomly. Like, I could go to Manchester and back and it not do it. I could go to the shop. So I'll drop the litter off to school and it does it as soon as I'm off the estate or whatever. So it's been doing that for a while. And I've run, I've run, I've been running it through the diagnostic machine and it keeps coming up. Did with- you charge yourself 204 pounds? <laughs> good, good. Charge good. it back to LSP vehicles. Yeah. So I've been checking on there and it keeps coming up with the same um, absolute manifold, absolute pressure, yeah? And these these are known for having their inlet manifolds crack. So it's mm. been saying that the, yeah, uh, the basically there's a, there's a there's an air leak somewhere or air missing, whatever. And I've, I've been dreading that because I was thinking, uh, if it, as long as it's not the inlet manifold, I can handle that. The inlet manifolds just they're ridiculous. But it just couldn't get to the bottom of it. Gave it to the garage the other day. I said, look, can you smoke test it for me, please? Mm. Just so, smoke test it everywhere and stuff like that. The guy smoke tested it everywhere, checked everything. He goes, Nothing. no. He goes, can't, I, you've, got no air, you've got no air leaks. Strange. You're not losing any air anywhere. Your turbos are working fine. It's not your he goes, I can't. math, is it? Huh? Not your math, is it? Air he goes, I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't find anything to do with it. He goes, I'm not going to charge you because I haven't got to the bottom of it or anything like that. That's but, good of him. Yeah, yeah. If he worked for him. Land Rover, he would have charged you 204 pounds. Oh, pads. my God, yeah. No, no, have, actually smoke No, testing. more than this. Yeah, he would have, sorry. Yeah, God, yeah. He's like, oh, I've been driving it around, tried to get to, to do it again, but, it, you know, it's want to do it and it didn't have a so it had a PO6AA code but it didn't have any the part after that so it didn't oh, have all of our specific. listeners have gone yeah I know exactly what that is <laughs> <laughs> anyway so but it didn't have anything after that so it, I was like what the hell and then so I was on the forums actually and stuff and I was like saying look this is what the issue is restricted performance but I've got no air leaks anywhere you know there's no leaks the turbos the accurate is everything are all fine and that and then they said look check your math sensors and your map sensor Map sensor? What's a map sensor? So I think math and math is the same thing, really. Math and map. But basically, it's a sensor that sits on the um, throttle body before it, it goes into the intakes. Because it's a V6, it splits into two. Okay. So it sits in the middle of that. So I, they go, check it out. It could be dirty and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? It's not going to be that. It's it was. Not I bet be it was. So yesterday, the other, yesterday or the day before, I was at home and I thought, you know what? Let me just, what? It's only a screw I've got to take off. So I took it off. Screw, screw came off. I've taken pictures, actually. I need to post it up on them. Um, Driveway autos, and it was exciting filthy. content, guys. Talk about <laughs> pointless posts. It was filthy, yeah, filthy. Like you couldn't, like, because it, it's hollow inside as well, and all the gunk and that had gone inside it and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, it's dirty. So it's not reading much I'll accurately. Clean, then. I'll clean it and stuff like that, and that's it. Cleaned it up, soaked it in a bit of like brake cleaner, cleaned it up, fitted it back in again, and it's been absolute. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's fixed. It's fixed it because it's not done that again since then. So even when I was driving, when we were driving, I'd get like a whistle coming through the cabin. I could hear, and I was always like thinking, "Shit, man, that's an air leak. That's an air leak. You know, it's a inlet manifold or something like that." That's even now. There's no whistle. That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't know why it would do that, but maybe because it, it was, was, it, was it seated properly in the first place? That sensor. Yeah, it was seated. It was just full of gunk. It was just full of gunk. And now, and she's a lot smoother now. She picks up a lot better in that as well. So for I think cool. for, I think for the first time in my life, I've had an easy fix for something. Nice. 
Cool. First time ever. I dread to and think what, what Land Rover would have charged. Oh, I don't know. They probably, I don't know. £204 for the diagnostics. Oh, for the diagnostics. Yeah. Then another £1,200 to like figure out and wonder out what it is and that. Mm-hmm. And then they would have found out it's that. And then they would have charged you £500. And they wouldn't have cleaned the pot. It. No, they wouldn't have cleaned it. Oh, no, it. they would have replaced it. They would have given you a brand new one. They and that's the other thing it. as well, right? You know, if you're a uh, an, an environmental person, then shit like that should bother you too because manufacturers do that. They will replace parts when you could clean them yeah, and reuse easy. them. yeah. And they just throw the old shit away into the landfill. It doesn't get recycled or anything. No. Scumbags. So, yeah, the range is all f- sorted now. So, my biggest fear was the inlet manifold or the turbos. And that's all, all good. Fine. They're all good and that. They're all fine. Good. We're giving all change now. And then now we can. Um, well, I wish you many more happy mile. Thank you. But you're probably going to jinx it, you fucker. You didn't hear what I said, did you? I wish you many more happy mile. Singular. <laughs> You're just a it's wanker. a Range Rover. You're just a wanker. I didn't You're do fight, anything. You're going to jinx it. I, know I did are. not do a single thing. Yes, you are. I'm yeah. always happy for you every time you tell me that Prick. it's been fixed. No, you're not. Genuinely, every You're sing- waiting for it to break down just so you can get content. So, so by the way, guys, you might think that this is all like we, we exaggerate some of this stuff because genuinely every episode you have a story to tell around Range Rover <laughs> reliability woes and it's just your own Range Rover. It's not like a sample of them. <laughs> this is 100% genuine, is it? You can oh, yeah, yeah, it. it's genuine. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't make this shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't make shit up. So, so this is, you know, I'm going to go right into our disclaimer and say we're not professionals or anything and you shouldn't listen to what we well, say. Well, I'm clearly a professional mechanic. Clearly, because you can clearly. Because well, he, he, he knows how to clean stuff. Yeah. Um, but we're not professional anything, not professional motoring journalists, not professional podcast hosts, we're not professional mechanics or anything like that. And you should definitely not take what we say as advice. But if you were going to take our advice, um, the one bit of advice you should take is don't buy a used Range Rover. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> because because genuinely, I mean, if you do, you're welcome to come on the show and be like a third host and tell us yeah. your woes every other week because it's bound to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you actually know. Well, you know what? Funny thing is, <laughs> and this is not exclusive to used Range Rovers either. We no, know, no, we know somebody who had a brand new Velar, right? Yeah, yeah, it was in and the garage every other weekend. Yeah, they had they had some big issues broke down, family Huge. stranded on the side of the yeah, road, yeah, and, yeah. and Land Rover going, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not really much we can do. Yeah, and, and do you know what? Here's his like you get a remind me to come to my. I've got another point actually. Um, a lot of people when they buy a used Range Rover, you'll see them on the Facebook groups and stuff like that. Oh, what's the best warranty? What's the best warranty? What warranty? And like, forget aside that it's Range Rover at the moment. Yeah, no warranty company, insurance company, claim company are there to think. Yeah, yeah, we'll happily pay out when you need us. That that's not how. That's not their business model. That's not how they work. Warranty companies are not designed. You've got a claim. Okay, yeah, fine. They're going to try everything and anything they can to get out of it. Simple oh, well, as. So rather than get a warranty, with any car, to be fair, you're better off just putting money aside every month to, to, to look out. Or when you buy a car, for example, if you're going to look to spend 10 grand on a car, spend maybe nine grand or eight grand on one and keep that two grand aside or one or two grand aside for any repairs and that to come yeah. up because warranty companies unless you buy I'm, I'm talking about used yeah not brand spankers because yeah. you'll get a manufacturer warranty or whatever well that's going to say there's one exception because obviously it applies in the used world as well if you buy a used car from a, a vehicle manufacturer so if you went to Land Rover and bought a used Range Rover from them it would come with a 12 month warranty and I don't know about Land Rover themselves mm. but like all of the other manufacturers I've dealt with BMW, Audi, Mercedes um, uh, Ford etc 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 They've all been very good on used oh, cars. The man, you they are take good it on back their own. and there's yeah. no questions asked. Yeah, yeah. If they have their own warranty, you buy it from them direct and stuff yeah. like that, then I think they're, 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 because you've bought it from them, they look after I, you. I, and it's their own warranty, yes. I, I had a BMW that had both its turbos replaced. Um, it had uh, the, some some other 
bearings and wastegates and stuff done. It had the whole iDrive system replaced and something else as well. There was probably about 10k of warranty work and they cover they, and they, they, they can they, cover them for a while you know you can keep extending i don't think there's a, i don't think there's a mile it gets more expensive but i don't think does. there's a limit to the mile like as long Correct. as you keep yeah. it maintained and stuff well right? yeah. and you don't even have to have it man- maintained from them you just have to have it maintained according to its service schedule um i think the warranties you can get just keep running yeah, and running so, and running yeah so i think it's uh, not by, by by them but like there's got to be evidence that the parts are genuine bmw mm. parts so but yeah I, I, that that would be a warranty that i would endorse yeah. but i'm with you third party like warranty wise or whatever else quentin wilson <laughs> advertises these days just it's not really going to be worth it unless no. you but then this is kind of two-way street. I was going to say, unless you're buying like a, a, a hatchback runaround car that's known not to have extortionate repair bills, but at the same time, you're probably better off doing what you're doing, which is put a bit of money aside and that yeah, will cover yeah, yeah. any of the eventual... I was going to say, yeah, anyway. I was going to say it's against something simple and basic, but these days, thing is not nothing every, simple, nothing, everything's all electric. and things like, But here's the thing, right? This is when a, a car's, when you're buying a new car, that's that's a, a big investment Absolutely. or it's a lot of money. It's, it's the second and, largest investment most yeah, people make. Yeah, and the thing is, home. If it goes wrong, you can't really return it. Well, yeah, you can't. You because they just keep repairing or whatever, but you can't actually. It's got to be. It's got to go, be pretty catastrophic for them to get, you yes. know give you your money back, which I find ridiculous. Like if I buy it, I expect it to work and run. Yeah, exactly. If I if I, if I buy a coat and a day two the button falls off, I'm well within my rights to go and say no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want, I don't it, want anymore. it anymore. Yeah. yeah, the button's falling off. But with a car, you can't do that. I'm sorry, but no, I've paid this much for it. I expect it to work for yeah. at least when and, I buy it. I want it to work. And, and a Range Rover Sport is way more than a coat. And, oh, and, God, yeah. and, and a spoiler falling off is a bit more dramatic <laughs> than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than a button falling off. When I was off. actually there, I actually asked, I go, so what happens? What if, what if I would have hit someone? Whose fault would that have been then? I don't know, two hundred and four pound, please, sir. <laughs> He's like, we don't actually know, but it hasn't happened yet. So, whilst that was great, and it, we know at least one of our listeners looked forward to that segment of the show, I have a car review for us today. Oh da, yeah, da, da, da. go on, what have we got? Behold, so I'm gonna boot up some of my notes because I have notes. Because unlike you, I prepare for these things. Although I will give you your dues, your MGZS episode. I was very prepared with the uh, very prepared. I was very impressed with the preparation yeah, yeah, yeah. that you did. What episode was that? Wind level. So, wind level. So there was episode twenty nine. Wind level. Go and check it out. Oh, did a good car review. The car wasn't great, of course. The car but, wasn't. But, but, but the review was good and very entertaining, and you'll understand why the episode is called wind level when you listen to it. So, the car that I drove is actually something that I've been wanting to drive a little while. That does not necessarily mean it's exciting, by the way. But here at Drivel, we don't do exciting. We do practical. Um, the car is the family car of the year, according to this manufacturer's own website. They don't do Mondeos anymore. Take a guess. What do you think the family car of the year is? Family car of the year? self It's going to be some stupid frigging SUV crap thing. It's not. Or something like the Fiat Multipla. They don't make that anymore. Yeah, no, equivalent to that. Uh, family car... It's not. It's a car. Yeah. It's a genuinely a car. It's not an SUV. Do it's any, not a MPV. It's not a pickup any. truck or anything silly like wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. So obviously we used to have the Mondeo. I mean, this could go on a while. So I'll give you like twenty seconds. I'm just going to spoil. Give me one fun. hint, innit? One hint. It is Spanish. See it. Mm. Uh, Leon. It is. Yes. Now, did you yes, know like that? Those. Did you know that this was the family car of the year? No, I wouldn't. Really I'm not sure anybody knows because when you go to Seat's website, they proudly announce Leon, Family Car of the Year. You click it and then it doesn't take you anywhere to tell you who voted for it to be Family Car of the Year huh? or what spurious awards. Where, where they got it from? 
awarded them Family Card of the Year. So I don't know, maybe they just made it up because I couldn't find anything else to back it up, to be entirely honest. <laughs> so according to Seat, and Seat alone at this point in time, the Seat Leon is the Family Card of the Year. <laughs> and I was the um, proud recipient for four days. Oh, wait for four days? Four days for a, of a Seat Leon in FR trim, which is the middle trim. But what trim? FR? FR. In is that the, so is that the trip? Okay, go on, we'll go on. on. I'll just um, is it, well, I thought that would be like the engine designation, like you get the FR. No, so it used to be engine designation. Yeah. The FR meant the high performance one, but yeah. just like M Sport, it's a trim level now. So okay. you have SE, SE Dynamic, which I think is kind of slightly less boring. Mm-hmm. Um, you have FR, FR Sport. Mm-hmm. Not sure why, because FR was always the sporty one. But anyway, yeah. then you have Excellence without an huh? E at the end, uh, E at the beginning, sorry. Excellence. Excellence, yeah. And then Excellence, Lux. What? These are trim levels, yeah? These are trim levels. So so F- the FR is... So the X- FR is bang in the middle. Right, okay. And it's, it's, it is going to be, it is the most popular trim level. Every, oh, yeah. The, the, pretty the much every Sayat yeah, you yeah, see yeah. on the road is now an FR trim car, regardless of if it's Leon, Ibiza, um, the... The other thing that I had, the Ateca or whatever, they're all yeah. FR trim. So FR trim for the um, entry-level petrol engine comes in at just a shade over 24 grand, 24.185. And for that, you get a three-cylinder, one-liter, turbocharged, six-speed manual car, which was the one that I drove. Mm-hmm. Um, FR trim comes with 17-inch alloys, full LED headlights, um, and, and there's like a built-in light show when you turn the car on and off. Very, oh, very sharp. Audi. Sure. Mm. Um, Audi, VW, it's all part of the same group. Three zone climate control and ambient light. There's, right, I'm going to tell you now, there is an obsession, and that is the only word for it, with lighting in this car and all of its marketing You know what I find? All cars have that now. No, 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 no. For the Leon, they've gone above and beyond. And you will see further in this review, okay. you will know exactly where I'm coming from. So okay. just in the, in, the, in the spec description for FR, Calls that the alloys and the three zone climate control. Three cool. zone? Yeah. F- uh, rear. Passengers and then the rear, which is pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. But then it calls out two lots of lighting as a spec. So full LED headlights and ambient lighting. All right, fine. Yeah. Standard equipment. I found this very amusing. Some of these, you got, well, for, uh, standard equipment, emergency tire repair kit and toolkit without a jack. So basically, you don't get spare tires anymore. You Wait, what is it? So hang on. What, so that's a what? That's that's just standard equipment. Standard equipment. Okay. That they, well, that they feel necessary to, to list to, on their website. Yeah, okay. Dark tinted rear windows, as opposed to light <laughs> tinted rear windows. Fair enough. Door mirrors. Oh, we get door mirrors on it. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. So you can see where you're changing lanes in case you have an accident. Or right. Can be on. Wow. This, that this, is groundbreaking. This gets better, though. So door mirrors in itself, you think, utterly ridiculous. But then they open some brackets parentheses and they go into description you think okay fine so of the door mirrors of the door mirrors so huh? electrically adjustable folding and heated that's good fine so so what you actually should have said not door mirrors brackets you should have gone heated door mirrors electrically adjustable folding and heated door mirrors that's what you should have said but we'll forgive you marketing department because no, you make, we're not going to forgive them because you that, make an no. even bigger faux pas well i say faux pas it's hilarious is what they do afterwards so the door mirrors, electrically adjustable, folding and heated, with memory function on non-ETSI engines. What? What? The memory function for the mirror is linked to the type of engine that you have in the car. What? What's an ETSI? What? <laughs> what? What has that got to do with your engine size or whatever your engine? Not. 
I have a bigger question. Oh my god. I have a bigger question. Now, you and I are kind of into cars. Just a little bit. Yeah. We're self-proclaimed petrol heads, but but yeah. we know a thing or two about cars. What well, do you I'm think? A professional what, mechanic, so obviously you're a professional mechanic. I'm definitely not. No. What do? You, what's a memory function on a door mirror? Wait, wait, hang on. No, wait. So, does it, does it come, wait, does it have electric seats? Because no, no, nothing about seats. The door mirror is electrically wait, adjustable, folding and heated with memory function. So normally, when you have electric seats, then you can have electric seats with memory. I think every if you got electric seats, they will have a memory function, and as and, part and, of that memory function, you can also adjust your wing mirrors, your steering column, if that's electrically adjustable, and yeah, your seat. To, so when you to, press to it, it will just a right. Yeah. So these they've got a memory just for their door mirrors. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> According to the website, they do. Oh, I bet they've got an electrically adjustable, memorized rear view mirror as well. <laughs> no, that's manual. You've your hands. But so, what happens with the, with the version that doesn't have the memory function? You turn yeah. the car off, and the mirrors just drop. So every time you turn the car on, <laughs> yeah. you're looking. Shit, at I the, forgot I'm a door mirror. <laughs> you're just looking at the curbs, and that's it. What, what the fuck? And it's linked to the engine. How do you have mem? No, I think what they might be. My memory function is once you set them. And if you turn off the engine, they won't then go back to where they were originally. They don't anyway. When have you ever Well, I know, but, what, but I don't get why you would have who, who just on their own. Have you ever driven a car that requires you to adjust the mirrors every single time you start the engine or drive it? Well, no, you just adjust it. And it's, but then why, why would you... Why, but then what do they mean by memory function? <laughs> I don't fucking know. But you don't have electric seats. I don't know, right? But I've got to hand it to CS Marketing Department yet again. They do find a way of filling blank space on Fuck their website. Me, they do, don't they? Yeah. And, and again... They waffle just, like you. Just to go back, just in case you didn't get it from the initial headline description about the LED headlights and the ambient lighting, they talk about it again. So you get LED headlights, just to remind you... this In LED, the same part. They just LED headlights. LED headlights. Damn it. LED <laughs> headlights. And dynamic headlight range control. Are you starting to see the obsession with lights? Light, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a bit okay. of an obsession. It's probably because they don't have much else to talk about, really. No, and... Oh, the light theme continues. So I'm going to get through my review fairly quickly because I yeah. want to get to back to the fun stuff, okay. which is all okay. light-orientated, right. if I'm entirely honest. So look, the car itself, it drives very well. The hand- Actually, they do. Yes. So they this... Do, yeah. this um, I was going to say Mark 8. It's a Mark 8 Golf, essentially, right? It's on the MQ- it looks nicer than the it's car. on the MQ. It does look nicer because the Golf is fucking ugly. Yeah, uh, it's on the MQB platform. The handling is very oh, okay. good. D- hang on, hang on. So earlier when I I don't know what a number I quoted, you were like, oh yes. Now our listeners thinking, yeah, I know what that means. I'm sure they're sitting there thinking, yeah, I know what MQB means. You twat. Probably, although when I did it, because I don't know what the fuck. What, what, what's MQB? I made fun of you, and it took no more than about seven or eight seconds. You have to stop the entire fucking world and look at me, everyone, and then talk about him for ten minutes. Just make no, your joke, ridicule me, and let's move on. No, but what is it though? Explain it's, what it's it is. A chassis platform. So, so it's like a modular chassis platform. I don't. I think the M stands for modular, but I don't know what QB stands for. And it's the Volkswagen. Ad so now you're talking about shit you know nothing about. No, I. Well, See, what's the difference between you and Chris Harris then? What's that I can see over the steering wheel. Is that okay with you? That's the difference. I can see over the steering wheel. the difference wheel. between you and Jeremy Clarkson? Hair. Lots of it. And I don't own a farm and I'm not a bazillionaire. <laughs> so anyway, it drives very well. Hand, handles really, really well. The ride quality is good. And I think that's because on the FR, they've only fit 17-inch wheels. They haven't gone up to 18. So the tires have got good sidewall. Mm-hmm. So it, it rides well. It rides over the bumps really, really well. And it's got... I mean, you'd think if there's lots of sidewall, the steering feel wouldn't be very good. 
but actually mm. it's got very good steering feel as well. This car handles better than a Mercedes A-Class. I don't think a Mercedes A-Class handles very well at all. So they're not bad, <laughs> but this is this is better. Yeah, okay. In yeah, terms yeah. of front-wheel yeah, drive platform, yeah, yeah. This, this is definitely better. The damping as well, very, very well sorted for UK roads. So there's a road around me, which is a B road, and it's a little bit bumpy as it goes around the corner. Mm-hmm. And the A-Class will easily get caught out by it. What will happen is the, the front wheels will lose contact with the road while you're going over and it'll skip and you know because you come out of the other side of the bend going, fucking hell, what just happened? Mm -hmm. This, no, completely solid at speeds exceeding what the A-Class is capable of. Really good grip levels for a front-wheel drive platform. Surprisingly good grip levels, actually. So I was very, very impressed with the handling. What I would say, comparing it to what I'm going to say is the best-in-class vehicle here, the Ford Focus, because it is. Yes, 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 no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. This is not as fun feeling as the Ford Focus. So the Ford Focus has the handling characteristics, but feels a little bit more fun, nimble and chuckable. The Seat is trying yeah. to feel a little bit more grown up, which is fine because I think it is probably the more grown up vehicle. Well, actually, have you said that? Have you driven the new Focus? We've both had one for a while. We did one liter EcoBoost review. Is this all the Focus you need? And oh, it yeah, was very yeah, good. But... Do, do, I think we said in that though, it's probably lost some of its fun. It's lost a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Fine, but fine. Even nice. compared to that, it's lost a little bit. It's fun. I completely agree. The previous generation was a bit more fun. Yeah, yeah. It's still. I mean, more, it's still, still, yeah. Probably still the most, fun, one of the most capable. Yeah, yeah. Front wheel drive, front wheel drive there, platform. Yeah. It's still the more fun one. But the Seat. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good. The Leon, very good. I'm very, very impressed with it. It just feels a bit more grown up. If that's your thing, then great. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunately where the good stuff ends. No, really? Unfortunately, yes. No. Yeah. So the inside is poor. The build quality is bad. So so this, all the cars we drive are not brand new, but near enough new, right? They're they're within 12 months old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a few thousand. I'll tell you, you just new. Yeah, they've got a few thousand test miles on them, right? And they may have a slightly hard life because they're test miles, but whatever. They've had a hard life after we've given them back. (laughs) Yeah, there's that too. Um, This had rattles, noticeable rattles. And I've spent a lot of time with the previous generation Leon because my brother has one. Mm-hmm. And even he, when he got in this and, and, and took for a bit of a drive, even his first reaction was the interior quality is a lot worse on this car with a few thousand miles and feels a lot worse screwed together than his car, which is now six years old, roughly with oh, like 60,000 miles. I think the first generation, no, second generation Leon, Leon is the one that I had as well. And the interior build quality on that was good. Yeah, so and and the gen so the heat my, my brother has the generation after the one that you mm-hmm, had. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I think that was the best better looking one than than the, the more recent one as well. But yeah. interior quality, better materials, better it's just screwed together better. There's no rattles and stuff, and it just feels a lot mm-hmm. better. Um they, they've gone down and it's the same with the golf and most modern cars, to be fair. The interior styling is very IKEA minimalistic, kind of no buttons or visible stuff. Yeah. I get the impression in this car that they didn't just do that for it to look good. They did it because it was cheaper to manufacture. That's how it feels, if you know what I mean. It's like there's less yeah, stuff because it's are. cheaper. Yeah, yeah. And it just feels cheap. And, and therefore, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. They've tried to use some fancy looking materials on the dash, but it doesn't mask rattles and just badly yeah, fit plastic. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work. That's not the biggest issue, though. The biggest issue by far far in this car is the technology so i said no no buttons right that's something we're starting to see more and more in vehicles and we said it before touch screens irritate us 
they have yes, their place. They're annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When used in moderation in an effective way, they're good. You still got to have some buttons for the useful stuff. The Seat and the Volkswagen Golf, because it's exactly the same, share exactly the same audio and HVAC control system. And by that, I mean it's literally just like a touch slider underneath the screen. Underneath, yeah. And you, you get so, your finger onto it. So, so you can't. It, first of all, it's impossible to accurately control it. Yeah. You, like you just gestured there. You just, you're prodding and poking yeah, stuff yeah. or sliding your finger across. Yeah. What's even worse, and every journalist in the world has already said this about the Golf, it's the same in the Seat, it's not backlit. And especially now in winter when it gets dark at 4 p.m., you have no fucking oh, yes, idea what you're pressing. Yes, yes. So I found myself fumbling to turn the volume down and adjusting the passenger's temperature. Speaking of yeah. which, on those controls, the only thing... Okay, what would you expect to be able to control when it comes to HVAC? Temperature? Temperature, fan speed, speed, fan speed wind aircon speed. on and off, <laughs> wind level, yeah. Aircon on and off, um, you know, kind of windscreen defrost, rear window defrost. Shit oh, like you mean, that. sorry, from the whole... Sorry, when you say HVAC, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the, yeah, like yeah, the, the buttons. Yeah, the, the, quick, the quick demist defrost, for the front yeah. and rear, or yeah, yeah. You expect all those buttons, the air circulation, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that shit to be in one place. No, on the dash, literally the only things you can change are the temperature for the driver and the temperature for the passenger. If you want to change the fan speed, you've got to go into the touchscreen, oh, find the menu, God, yeah. and adjust the fan speed. So while you're driving, you've got to be looking at the screen, haven't you? Oh, which is nice That's, and safe. Yeah. If you want to turn the aircon on in the summer, you've got to go into it, find the aircon button, and then turn it on. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, they have put some buttons for quick defrost and all that shit. But it's like the MZS, I think, yeah. But it's not where you'd expect to find them. They are down by the ignition barrel where normally you'd find a light switch. Huh? So you have a light yeah, switch, yeah, 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 on the, yeah. which is not a switch, by the way. It's a touch button oh, thing. Yeah. It's yeah, a touchscreen yeah. type button. Yeah. And then you've got these other small buttons around it that you could genuinely, if you're prodding about in the dark to go, oh, I need to turn my rear defroster on. I might just turn my headlights off instead. Genuinely, you can do that in the dark. Unless you're going to go eyes off the road. Let's put my head down and let's take a look and see what button I need to press by my knee yeah ridiculous ridiculous design feature so that's pretty shit the touchscreen itself you think okay fine you know what they're going to force you to use it for everything so you'd expect it's it just, to, you'd yeah. expect it to be decent then right if you're not going to put buttons in anywhere else and you're going to force the user yeah. to use the touchscreen at least put a decent one in decent there one, yeah, yeah. it's shite it's glitchy it's slow to react are you, are you finally saying you're having to press it like twice three times to even my daughter said to me Bear in mind, listen, she's six years old. Oh, so she's an iPhone, smartphone whiz, isn't it? She knows about, yeah, yeah. She does know about that. Yeah, they but, know how but to it, use them it, better than anyone else. She does. But at the same time, right, got in, I pressed something and the screen just didn't react. She said, Daddy, is this car broken? She <laughs> spotted it. I didn't say anything. I didn't I didn't make a, a frustrated grunt or anything. I literally pressed it, sat there patiently waiting for it to do Daddy, is the car broken? Oh, listen, I've got to interject here. Yeah. So you, because your daughter just reminded me a story about my daughter. You know, last time when we broke down in the range, yeah. Yes. So before, percent. before broken down in the Gulf, we were going home when the alternator fuse had gone in the car broke down and that. So daughter was with me. The first time she's been in the car when we were broken down, actually. So she started crying and she's like, oh, dad, what happened? The car, the car broken down. And then she was crying. I was like, so don't worry. I'm going anywhere. Dad Your dad's here. a professional mechanic. Exactly. I was like, relax, man. <laughs> You're chilling. I was like, don't worry. Dad is here. Not going anywhere. Oh, but dad, what am going to do? This and that. So I phoned Baba, her granddad, granddad, my dad. So we phoned Baba. He come pick us up. He take you home. 
you go to mama and then dada will get the car sorted and come home okay okay so when we broke when we broke down in the field yeah in the rangey sat there and when she realized it had broken down she goes suppose baba gonna have to come pick us up again and take us home <laughs> now that is the life of a daughter who's of a car trader she knows mate it was so cute the way she did it and i bet that. she did it but with I a proper life here we go again. The dad with his shit cast. I just cast. thought it was hilarious as well that she knows now. She's like, great, granddad's going to have to come pick us up again now. And well, she's come to... Exp- and it's quite, that's quite smart. She's only had two breakdowns in. You're preparing her for a future of Land Rover and potentially Rover ownership, aren't you? <laughs> Good, Anna. I was like, don't worry, but I'll keep this car sweet for you. I'll hand it over to you when you're 17. <laughs> yeah, if, it's not, if it's not covered in rust and lost of its rubber peripheral hmm. pieces. <laughs> where, where, where was I? Yes. Yeah, so once we once we discovered that the touchscreen wasn't in fact broken, and this is just how the car functions, we got over it. Uh, the next piece of technology, which I found to be dangerous, if I'm entirely honest, was the lane keep assist. Now, of course, there's no button to conveniently turn this off. No. Why would there be? Mm. You got to go into the touchscreen and through the menus and turn it off, which is fine if you've got to do it once. You have to do it every single time you start the huh? car. What, turn it off? Yeah, it's on by default. Now, But wait, wait, wait. How does your lane assist... Because they all have a different way of working, isn't it? So how does your, what does your lane assist do? How does it work? Is it like when you turn over, it pulls it back over? Or is so, it one of those... Oh, yes. So God. there's two issues with this. One... I'll tell you what, though. That is good for the pricks that don't know how to use indicators. Potentially, yes. But however, I would genuinely say this was bordering on dangerous. And the reason why is because it's too sensitive. So I'll give you an example. You know, when you're going down the uh, the motorway and they've got temporary lanes. So what they do yes. is they scrub off the paint from the existing lane and then they put cat's eyes or, or paint on yeah, temporary yeah, lanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The car doesn't actually look at white lines. It senses what it feels in the road. So I was driving along in the new slimmer lane. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, I'd guess a quarter of the way in was the original lane marking, which hadn't fully scrubbed off. So oh, okay. As a human being with eyes that work, yeah. you knew that wasn't the lane marking, but the car didn't yeah. realize. So what it, what was it doing? When it thought I was on that lane, it would then pull me over oh. into the middle lane from the outside lane. That's dang- genuinely dangerous. That I was is. fighting against the steering wheel. And then it does that, tries to do that. And if it doesn't do that enough, it then just beeps at you very aggressively commands that you drive in the middle of the lane i am in the middle of the fucking lane you just don't know what the middle of the lane is so i was having this fight with a essentially an argument with this stupid car that wouldn't listen so i figured out how to turn it off and then had to turn it off every single time and it's also oh, you have to do that every time you every get single the... time and it's not just like well, i suppose this yeah that's probably 60 the... miles an hour or something that's probably standard isn't it comes at a standard yeah yeah well they didn't talk about it so so it wouldn't be too much of an issue if it only activated itself at motorway speeds, even though it tries to kill you on a motorway with temporary lanes. It activates itself at like 30 miles an hour. So even yeah. when you're driving on normal local roads, and you all know as well as I do, sometimes you have to go across lanes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, because to, cars are parked. You're going, right? yeah, 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 you've yeah. got to go past a parked car. This, the, this, <laughs> the Seat does not like no, that. No, no, does it not? How fucking dare you? I'm in charge of your steering wheel, you bastard, <laughs> is pretty much what it says to you. So it's, it's very aggressive. It's very dangerous. I don't know if there's going to be a software fix or if the technology is going to fail in five years' time. Something needs to happen, but because that's just shit. Lane assist should just be, unless you indicate, you can't go anywhere. The steer, the saving grace comes on the steering wheel in the Seat Leon only. 
So on the Golf, the Golf's steering wheel buttons are mm. also touch and haptic feedback, which means that there's not oh. a button inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. not only have you got the stupid touchscreen, which is crap, slow to respond, and then tries to kill you if you can't turn certain options off, yeah. you've also got to deal with it on the steering wheel. When you turn too fast, you'll be pressing shit and calling people and activating voice control <laughs> and God knows what else. In the Seat, thankfully, and I think again they did it to save money rather than for anything else, yeah. they fitted an older generation of steering wheel which has still got buttons. Oh, okay. So inadvertently, by being cheap asses in the interior, Seat have actually given you something in the Leon which is better than the Mark 8 Golf. So that's mm, good. That's, right. that's good. So in summary, technology... Well, there's one good thing. One good thing. In summary, steering wheel, good. Technology, shit. Ride, handling, ride comfort, all of that stuff, good. Would I recommend you spend 24 grand on it? No. I would still recommend the Ford Focus to you. That's still my recommendation. Is it? Bracket, 100%. Still my recommendation. Now. But what would you do between that mm -hmm. and the Golf? This. Steering? Yeah, yeah. yeah purely same, because same. of the steering wheel. And really? Set, nah, um, not really? Yeah. Just because it's... it's nah, the, but looks-wise, I think, as well. Well, yeah. I was just, look, let's assume that... I take my glasses off. And for those that don't know, oh, I wear glasses God, don't and, do and, I'm, and, I'm, don't do and I'm kind of blind. Took my glasses off. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I would still pick the Seat when you take looks out of the equation because of that steering wheel. Genuinely, it's a deal breaker for me. Is it? 100% it's a deal. It's, it's already bad enough having to figure out how the fuck to change the volume by stabbing at this unilluminated mm -hmm. piece of plastic strip. Yeah. If I had to do the same on the steering wheel as I'm driving, I'd lose my fucking mind. If I had to spend my money and own this car and live with it, it's, it's one thing when you've got to review it for three or four days at a time because you can, you yeah, can I guess. overcome some of this and go, oh, I'm giving it back. I get to drive my own car afterwards. Yeah, yeah. If I had to live with it, I genuinely couldn't. And then to your point, you add looks into the equation and the Seat is a better looking car. Oh, uh, it is, it is, yeah. I, I reckon inside as well, it looks a bit better. Well, they both look shit, to be honest. Well, at least yeah. you don't run the risk of getting tartan seats in the Seat Leon. What? What? That's just horrible. I don't they get that. horrible. I haven't come to the PS de Resistance oh, okay. yet, because there is one. But before we do that, should we see what Seat have got to say about their car? We know oh, from, yeah, from our previous Seat Sexmobile episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and by the way, this, uh, this is the episode. They when, do love her. When people yeah. come and talk to me, when they find out I'm a host of Drivel, yeah. uh, and they're like, what do you do? What's your podcast about? What, you know, I'm going to start listening. I always guide them to the to Seat Sexmobile episode. Okay, yeah. Because it's genuinely, I think, one of the best yeah, episodes yeah, we've is, done. Is actually, yeah. So if you haven't already... Go and check that episode out. And that is the introduction to the SEAT marketing department. This is part <laughs> yeah. two. This is chapter two. <laughs> uh, so this is a SEAT marketing department, the reckoning, if you will. I feel like they might have kind of put in less effort on the Leon because they've awarded it family car of the year, I think. Oh, they don't need to. So they're like, yeah, we don't need to try hard. We just lie about what awards this car has won. So SEAT say this, shining in the UK. Seat Leon with a bold exterior design, full LED headlights, there it is again, and a distinctive coast-to-coast -coast rear light. What the fuck is a coast-to-coast -coast rear light? Wait, is that like you get on the, the stupid lights now, you get on the electric cars, they just go all the way across the width of the body. So you get them on the Merc, I think, and some of them, they just go Porsches. all right. 
Yep. It, uh, and, not, and the Hyundai's or whatever, the new Hyundai's all the way across. I don't like them. Well, say I offer it to you now as well. Uh, no, I, and don't, I don't like that. And they don't call it the annoying shitty light bar that goes right across the back Fuck. of the car like you described. <laughs> they call it the coast to coast. It's not rear so bar. bad the rear ones as well, but the front ones, when you're driving and oh, it's coming yeah. on to you, yeah, 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 yeah. it's horrible. Yeah, it's like, why have I done something wrong? Why is Kit after me? Michael, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, David Hasselhoff, no. You can see the UFO, UFA sightings will probably go up. So it has coast to coast rear light. Sometimes. Good things come in bright packages. Order your new Leon today. <laughs> Opening statement. There's a lot of obsession with lights oh, already. Given what we've already yeah. said about them telling you, you know, they just have to tell you again, full LED headlights, things are shiny, lights. We love lights, lights, lights. Mm -hmm. Okay. Safety. What's this got to do with lights? Travel light, travel bright is what say I have to say. Travel light, travel bright. So don't take anything. Okay. No, what they're saying is, Full LED headlights. Again, our LED headlights what? are amazing. They illuminate the road, unlike other conventional lights that illuminate less of the road. Travel light, travel bright. It's safe. The obsession doesn't end there, by the way. Yeah. And you can check this out. Listeners, you can check this out yourself. I'm not shitting you. At the time of recording this episode, and I imagine for a while, because I think once Set Marketing Department have done their thing, they just leave it alone. Go on to Set's website. The UK website. I know we have US and uh, listeners and, and listeners in Mexico as well. By the way, we have quite a. Do we? We have we, slight contingent. We have quite a following in Mexico. Must be war while they're cooking there. While they're. Don't offend them already. Yeah. We've literally just discovered we have a decent following in Mexico, oh. and you're going to immediately offend them. Drop us a DM. Wait, maybe we can wait a couple we, of episodes, yeah, okay. and then you can offend. Well, them. Well, drop us a DM on Instagram. Maybe we can put an order in. <laughs> order for what? What are we ordering? <laughs> Actually, not. Don't answer the question. It's probably safer that way. <laughs> So, uh, the UK website. Go to Seat's UK website and you'll see this shit for yourself. You'll know that I'm not making it up. So, safety. Travel light, travel bright. Design. Design. What's that got to do with lights? A whole new light is what it's got to do with A light. whole new light. A whole new light. Bold lines combined with sporty looks. The Leon has both contemporary interior styling and an advanced interior and exterior lighting system. <laughs> I'm not in the light section, by the way. This is the general <laughs> section. It's just all about lights. Sometimes the content for they the show sound writes like itself. They should be an advert for the old British Home Stores lighting department. Remember when British Home Stores would have a, light, a whole section dedicated to lighting? How can you not remember? That was literally the only thing British Home Stores was known was for. The lighting. In, in Birmingham, where I grew up, in the city centre, I remember this. Um, British Home Stores, it was like... I don't know, they had premium real estate space in Birmingham. Mm. I know that no such thing exists, by the way, and that's an oxymoron in itself. Premium <laughs> and Birmingham don't go together. <laughs> but they did. They had like their main store, but across the road under an underpass, they had like the second part of their store and the second part of their store sold lights and sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> so British Home Stores had a cafe, right? Do you remember that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It was like the M&S Cafe, but shitter. Yeah, 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 so a lot the, of shitter. So, yeah, yeah. so they had the cafe and literally yeah, yeah. a billion lights for sale. And then you had to go across the road into the other building to buy whatever else British Home Stores sold because no one else ever <laughs> shopped for anything else. And so, yeah, Birmingham had the BHS lights and sandwiches only store, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm not sure why I was able to remember that, but I did. I guess I spent a lot of my childhood years in shopping for lights in, in British Home Cafe. In British Home Stores Cafe eating sandwiches. The tuna sandwich was good there, actually. So anyway, Saya have obviously taken a leaf out of British Home Stores past, um, trying to rekindle their, their former glory, because mm -hmm. they're continuing to talk about lights. 
essential elements. I don't know what essential elements actually means. Essential really. elements? I don't know what they get. Is there anything at. else to that? They just call it essential elements. Oh, yes, there is. Of course, there's something else to it. All oh, right, all right. Expect the limelight. <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> expect that that's what they say. Oh, that's what they say. That's what they say. Expect expect the limelight, yeah, and I see it Leon. Yep. It's time to live a little brighter. And the Sayat Leon's dashing presence is a step in the bright direction. God, can't I go, I've got a hundred percent I guarantee you I am not making up these shitty word puns. This is all theirs. All theirs. They're really, really proud of the LED lights on this car. Oh, this looks just like the Ford Focus. The Ford Focus looks better. And it has less LED lights everywhere. Oh, in case in case you hadn't, by the way, at this point in all of the marketing material, in case you hadn't... Mate, have all these manufacturers just gone and said, listen, let's just all use the same chassis and here you go, design and use the same body design and just put different lights on it? Well, Seat certainly got excited with lights. Oh, yeah, this, this looks just like the Focus, man. But worse. I think the focus looks nicer. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look as yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Those the focus looks front, a little bit sharper and the focus looks a little bit sharper and more dynamic. Yeah, that front end's not great. It's a bit spoopy. You'll see the photos should be on Instagram right now. So go and have mm. a look, and you'll see the pictures of the car that we had. Are they on Instagram now? Well, they will be by the time people listen. Oh, you forgot about that. Yeah, not right now as oh, okay. as as we're as recording. We're oh, okay, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, so, if you made it all the way through this marketing material and you still hadn't realised that the car has got LED headlights and they like and and they're proud of their lights, the next section is actually called full LED lights. <laughs> <laughs> glow up, Again. glow up. Oh, they actually glow up, do they? No, it's supposed to stay off. It says glow up. These are their catchphrases. Oh, all of this stuff I'm reading you is theirs. It's not me making shit up. They are saying glow up. Enjoy. I think they spend millions on marketing. Oh, yeah, any manufacturer does, any big company, millions, and this is the best they can come up with. I don't know. I think it's pretty catchy. It's blinding. Almost like a bright LED light, one might say. <laughs> um, so full LED lights, glow up. Enjoy powerful, full LED lighting, both front and rear lights with a distinctive coast-to-coast light along the rear of the Leon. Modern efficiency meets contemporary rear, yeah. design. They're now repeating shit several times yeah, I was over. Like, yeah, they, it does sound like they are, yeah. I, I, was, I was like six clicks in and then still telling me about the fucking lights. Oh, the next section. Ambient light. Bask in the light. Discover the brilliant wraparound ambient lighting designed to alert you of any open doors. Because <laughs> you wouldn't notice the door. Because you wouldn't open. know that you opened the freaking door, would you? It even blinks to let you know there's something in your blind spot. That's good. That that I mean, it probably tried to steer you into the thing that was in your blind spot because of the lane keep assist. Mm-hmm. But at least it's going to tell you before it then forces you to have an accident by blinking lights wow. at you. That's nice. Wow. We're not done. Just in case what? you thought we were done about lights. Technology. Light years ahead. Do you see what they did there? <laughs> Seamlessly integrating integrated features make every journey smoother. All you need within reach. What they fail to say is, Buried in one touchscreen, which is frustrating to use and will make you want to kill yourself. Or, if not, the car will kill you instead because it just <laughs> drive you into someone next to you. Safety features for a brighter journey. Discover a new world of safety. Advanced, assisted, and automatic. Discover the Seat Leon. Safety. 
It is a, is it advanced? No. Is it assisted? Yes. Far too much. Is it automatic? Mm-hmm. I wish I could fucking stop it from being automatic. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Brighter journey. Go ahead. You've got the green light. Blind spot detection detects cars outside your field of vision up to a range Go of ahead, seven. You've got the green light. Yeah, absolutely. You've got. Does the, it actually say that? It, I'm not making any of this stuff up. As I said, listeners, you're welcome to go onto Sayat's website, give them a few hits, and read this shit for yourself. When I was writing it, genuinely, when I was making these notes and I was writing this down, I was giggling like a little school kid. <laughs> every with every single click, I just laughed to myself. You know, some of it sounds like they just didn't get Spanish and then used Google Translate. Hold the thought. Hold the thought. Oh. So go ahead, you've got the green light. Blind spot detection detects cars outside your field of vision up to a range of 70 meters. Combined with exit assist, you can avoid potential collisions with other vehicles when opening the driver or passenger doors. Say that again. Basically, lights flash. Obviously, they fucking flash. Mm. It's a say it lay on. Um, to stop you from opening your door into cars that might drive into oh, your door. Oh, God. Oh, oh, it's I, too hard for people to have a fucking look when they open their door. Well, now. no, it's because the mirrors don't have memory function. So you turn the oh. car off and the mirrors <laughs> drop to the ground. The mirrors fall off the car. So you're going to have to have something else that tells you when you can do it. <laughs> safety first. Sunny side of the street. That's the strap line for safety first. They have a section called safety first. And it just said sunny side of the street. What do you mean sunny side of the street? I don't know. I'm about 10 clicks in at this point. I think at this point themselves, say it, have lost their first, fucking minds. sunny side of the street. Okay. And yeah. you know what, right? So clearly there's a theme here. It's about lights. They don't know what they're talking about. Well, no, there's a theme. It's about lights. They know what they're oh, talking about. Yeah, how yeah, do you yeah, not yeah. know? How can you dare say they don't know what they're talking about? They're talking well, about well, fucking sorry. lights, <laughs> for God. Lights. Have you not been paying attention? Lights. <laughs> L-I-G-H-T-S lights for fuck's sake. Oh Full LED gosh. ones everywhere. And you know what? In case, in case you didn't realize what the Seat Leon was all about, when you unlock the car at night, just like the Ateca, there are puddle lights that shine down from the mirrors. Oh my God. Now in the Ateca, do you remember what they said? They had the Ateca sign, innit? It had the attacker sign. So this is this is our, I think it's like episode three where we did... Um, no, it wasn't episode three. It was, I'm sure it was. It was suitcase versus liters versus crowns oh, okay, or something. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that was episode. quite early on, yeah. Say attacker. Again, that's another say episode. So yeah, it said attacker. So what do you think these lights would say, these puddle lights? Well, they'll say... Um, Leon. That's... A Which is a wicked film, actually. It is. Um, less wicked car. Genuinely sensible suggestion. I think... If there was that marketing meeting going on in set headquarters at the time the car was being designed and said, what should the puddle light say? And you put your hand up and you say, Leon. They'd go, okay, cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Let's well, go. I wouldn't expect anyone to ask the question, really. We're just like, well, it's going to be, it's going to be Leon. Isn't yeah, it? but what then, uh, so, so this is how the meeting played out, right? Final question, guys, and then we can go for lunch at 11 o'clock because we're Spanish. Um, and we won't we come back. We go for lunch, we go for a siesta. Siesta, and then we won't come back till 4 yeah. p.m. Yeah. Uh, so we just need to figure out what the puddle lights are going to say. Any suggestions? And then sensible Spanish version of O puts his hand up and says Leon just like we do with all the cars yeah that's very good they all get up to go to lunch to take their nap whatever it is they're going to do and then from the back of the room out of the darkness comes that one guy he's wearing I don't know maybe like a roll neck jumper or something he's a bit strange a bit quirky and everybody always wonders why they employed him but this is why. This is, you. this is his moment to shine. Because from the back of the room, he goes, <clears throat> um, excuse me, I think the light shouldn't say Leon. I think it should say Ola. 
And you know what? Hola, as in hello in Spanish. And everybody, including the Spanish version of O, must have turned around and went... <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking genius because you know what happens when you shut unlock up, the car and, up, and the wing mirrors fall No on? way. I shit you No not. way. The lights project around LED. Obviously, it's fucking LED. Mm. Circle on the ground. And in that LED are the letters H O. L A. Oh my god. Ola. And 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 and, and but, mm. the, the the icing on the cake is there's an exclamation mark after Oh Ola. my god. Do you know what makes this even worse? So I am the proud owner of a B grade GCSE in Spanish. So I know my shit. Oh do you? I can tell you? you that the cinema is on the first street on the right and I can describe maybe that I brush my teeth what, in the morning. In Spanish? Sort of. It's been a while. Go on then. Uh, so if you were to ask me, ¿Dónde está el cine? I would say, Tome la primera calle a la derecha. Take oh, the easy. first street on the right. Shit, go on. That's the only thing I can say though. What did you do with that Spanish then? Nothing. I guided okay. people to the wrong road because I didn't. If <laughs> the cinema was on the left, I was fucked. Um, so everybody knows Spanish grammar Right, so in the in English we have we just stick an exclamation mark on the end to explain something or a question mark to question something. Mm -hmm. In Spanish, they put the uh, grammatical symbol upside down at the beginning of the sentence and then the right way up at the end. So if you have a question, you have an upside down question mark to start. You have your question, donde este el cine? Where is the cinema? Mm -hmm. And then you put your question mark the correct way at the end. What? That's how Spanish grammar works. Have you ever wondered on your keyboard why you have access to like upside down exclamation marks and? Question mark. No. It'll be on your phone keyboard if you bury deep into oh, it and you go okay. to the Spanish keyboard. So, grammatic okay. to make this grammatically correct in Spanish, you'd you have to, to have an upside down exclamation mark, H-O-L-A, exclamation what? mark. They don't have the upside down exclamation mark. So not only is it fucking stupid, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong as well. <laughs> no, but you, you would, if you're going to put something like that on there, surely you want it on the screen when you get into the car, like Aston Martin have their cheesy, tacky, nasty power, soul, beauty or something like that. Yeah. That's, so you'd probably, if you want to put something like Ola, you're going to put it on the screen, not on your puddle lights. Fucking hell. It, like, you know, I said with the attacker, I, I unlocked it and there was a woman sat on the side and like having a drink or something she saw and I felt quite embarrassed. Yeah, 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 yeah. This happened yeah. to me several times with the layer, <laughs> and people people looked at me as a, I designed the fucking thing. Just well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's quite like you can see it. It's isn't bright. It? It's not like, yeah, it's really, really bright. Well, it would be. They love their light, so it's going to be light, isn't it? Maybe. Bright, sorry. So, yeah. Um, what were they smoking? I don't I think no they were smoking. They're probably just drunk. They're probably just tired and lazy from this siesta. But that's just no. Hey, we, we went, we went through the meeting. Cool. This suggestion came before the siesta. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, but some of the marketing stuff, you know, so I see some of the car adverts, especially Mercedes and BMW are just getting worse and worse. Well, BMW just take a picture of a person well, and they, they, put, speak, and they, they put the car in a blurry background. Yeah. And what is it now? Sometimes it's more than words or words aren't enough or something. I don't know. But honestly, do you know what? Say, I, I'm very excited whenever we get a set test car. I'm so excited. To see whether like... Not, not because of the car itself. Because the, the car um, itself is, as I said, you know, it's got some good bits and bad bits, but I'm genuinely so excited to fire up the web page and have a look to see what their marketing department have to say. They never disappoint. It's brilliant. 
Well, speaking of cars, since when did Genesis start coming into the UK? Mm, I didn't realise they did. Yeah, they started oh, doing I, adverts now. What are they? Who are they linked to? Genesis, I don't know. Actually. Hyundai. Hi, uh, they will be. Was it be no, Hyundai? Isn't it the luxury brand of Hyundai? I think so, but yeah, now recently, a lot more recently, they've started advertising in the UK. Well, maybe. I uh, thought Genesis, I think they use them for America, really. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. But I don't understand why they come into the UK. Because Amer- Americans need separate brands to determine if it's luxurious or not. That's why the Lexus was invented, because Toyota wasn't luxurious enough for Americans. And that's yeah, why you have Honda and Acura. Not sure which one's more luxurious than the other, but... Well, they've got both in there, though. Why would yeah. you have both? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Market uh, clearly after this episode, all I can say is that automotive marketing just defeats me. I'm I don't understand it. It's hilarious, evidently it's hilarious, but I just don't mm. get any of it. So well, yeah, they yeah. are the premium arm of of Hyundai. So there we have it. That is the review of the light show. That is the Seat Leon. Don't forget to watch Formula One next week. This week. Why is someone going to crash into someone else? Mate, it's the last two races of the season. Come on, man. You've got to watch the last two races of the season. This might sound like a it silly could, It could end next this week. This might sound like a silly question. Where would I watch the Formula 1? Do I have to have Sky F1 to watch it in the UK? Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, fuck that. Why, do, why, why, why don't you just get the streaming service that I have and that's it? You get everything you need. Eighty pound, eighty pound a year. You get everything. I watched James Bond the other day. At you, you make you make a compelling event, a compelling reason. Sorry, I, I, eighty pound for the year, and I get everything. And I watched I watched James Bond the other day. So, I mean, the new James not, Bond not, movie in HD. You're not, you're not selling it to me. I don't really watch H Bond. The, the, the H Bond, no, the James no, Bond film. But no, but the point is, yeah, no, I, you, you, know you have I mean? a valid point. Get you everything. Don't. Get, don't need to do anything. Don't need to... Cinema is a fucking... £12 a ticket now, cinema. Where did you go to the cinema? Mate, so we got a Costa down the cinema the other day. And every you're, time we, you're doing it wrong, first of all. <laughs> well, whenever I pick up the little one, uh, I have to drive past it. She always wants to go to the coffee shop. So I took her in the other day and I just sat there. So it's about £12.50 for a ticket now. Wow. That's mad. That's crazy. The cinema... The like- showcase. I mean, it's a nice cinema now in there. But twelve pounds. Oh, is it one of those showcase luxury ones? Yeah, yeah. But okay. then by the time you get in there, and then you've got drinks and snacks and stuff like that. Boy, Genesis is all right, you know. I love how easily you flip from one piece of conversation to the other. That Genesis G seventy is actually. But what is it with the fucking grills? Right oh, now, you are looking at a laptop screen all to yourself. I can't see it. The listeners can't see it. And you're yeah, but then describing, you know, you're describing what you see. Actually, it looks like a Porsche Panamera from the side. This G70 shooting brake. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Which Porsche Panamera? The, the Panamera is a good, nice car. The We've shooting said. brake Panamera is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shooting brake Panamera. The, the original yeah, Panamera yeah. is not. The original Panamera. No, no, no. no the shooting brake Panamera. Disgusting. Panamera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face only a mother could love proportions that are all fucked up. Go Explore on. the Genesis difference. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, took her to. Oh yeah, the shooting brake looks nice, you know. But yeah, took it. I was just wondering. Then you got to get. Then you got to get paid twelve pound for a ticket. Then by the time you get drinks, snacks, and stuff in there, you're probably about twenty twenty five quid in a ticket, yeah. including snacks. In my old age, I'm becoming a lot more frugal. So the cinema near us is only five pound a ticket, which is good. What the hell was it? A peep show you go to? Five pound a ticket. It might as well be a fucking peep show because the screen is actually quite small, <laughs> and it does. It's pretty disgusting. What's the it's cinema a, around there? It's a view. Oh, oh, they're not. Yeah, they're horrible. They're five horrible. quid a ticket. So five quid a ticket. Um, and cheap. because of the mobile network on mine, I can get two tickets for seven pounds. 
So £3.50 oh. a ticket, which is good. I then go to the supermarket before I go to the cinema with all We buy popcorn, sweets, drinks, and we probably spend a grand total of five quid. Put it in your handbag and there you go. Put it in my handbag and there you go. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for the grand sum of one ticket at your cinema, I can get two tickets, right. snacks, and a relatively happy child. My daughter was always saying she wants to go to cinema, but first of all, she's not going to sit through anything. They don't yet. sit through them. Do you know why my daughter wants to go to the cinema? So she can for eat the sweets. Nachos? sweets. For sweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Anyway, we've gone from, uh, I don't know, this is dribble, isn't it? We're just running right, around where we now. are. Yeah, fine. So, anyway, we hope you enjoyed that review of the Say It Leon. I enjoyed that review of the Say It Leon. I thought it was uh, it was long, but it was pretty entertaining from my perspective. Oh, hope you found it entertaining great. too. Why would you? I thought Lexus invited the girls on BMW. He's still talking to himself about pictures he can see on his own laptop. That's I'm not horrible. sure. This is like, why, why, look, why would you do that? Look at that. Yeah, tell you what we will do. We'll put a post up with yeah. the pictures that I was looking at so you can feel like you're part of the show. Tom, get on at Land Rover, yeah? Find out how incompetent their technicians are. Well, before we you get into interrupting and demanding things, we just finish the point. I can, he to. works for me, so I can demand shit. Yeah, I know, but you can do it after I finish speaking. Oh, sorry, yeah, over yeah. Me. Is that okay now? Am I allowed to talk? Carry now? on. Carry can on. I wrap up the show? Yep. Yeah, Quick. Are we sure? Mm. Okay, I'll wrap up the show now. So, if you enjoyed today's episode, I enjoyed today's episode. Oh, did you enjoy today's episode? Yeah, it was wicked. They're always wicked. If you enjoyed today's episode, what you can do, if you haven't already, you can go onto Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen. Actually, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, go to Apple Podcasts if you can. Find Drivel, give us five stars, give us a review, leave some words. It really, really helps. We want you to leave positive reviews, spread the word. If you can't do that, whatever platform you're listening on, hopefully gives you the opportunity to be able to subscribe, hit a subscribe button or something. Um, that effectively means that every time there's a new show, you'll get a notification. It may even auto-download the show for you, ready on your phone for you to listen to whenever you want to. And if for some reason you can't do any of that or you've already done all of those things, uh, then the last thing that you can do and the thing that we appreciate the most, go and tell somebody else who hasn't yet discovered the joy that is drivel in their lives all about the show. Mm -hmm. Tell them it's brilliant. Tell them that this episode had an obsession with lights uh, and that it went on for much longer than it should have done, but it was still an enjoyable listen. Um, spread the word, spread the love. We really, really appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at Drivel Podcast. Where can they find you? At Driveway Autos. At Driveway Autos. If you want to see my pointless posts, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Mo Hussein. Yeah, don't bother. This is the pointless post. Don't bother. It is pointless. Um, and if you want to, for some reason, we haven't plugged this for a while, our Insta uh, our email address, drivelpodcast2020 at gmail.com. I do because we have um, we have PR teams from uh, motoring manufacturers contacting us. Oh, yes which is cool. So this is the penultimate episode for the year. We're coming to the end of 2021. What a shit fucking year it's been. Oh, but shit, the last episode, years. if it goes to plan, is going to be a very good one. It's one that we are definitely looking forward to. So stay tuned it's for the last... I'm definitely looking forward Absolutely. to. Absolutely. So stay tuned for the last episode of the year coming just before Christmas. But for now, we'll leave you alone. Take Goodbye. care. Bye-bye.